Shulchan Arachadav, we are in Simen Kuflam at Aleph, in the middle of Halacha Hei, section 131. We are in the middle of the fifth Halacha. We learned that the minig is, the custom is not to recite Tachnon, the supplications in a base Hechosan, in the house of a groom on the day he's getting married, um, nor um, in a shul on the day of a bris, nor when there is a chassan who is present in a shul, nor in a base of a mourner's home. Continue the halacha. The above also applies to the supplications beginning with that are recited on Mondays and Thursdays. So when tachnun is omitted, so v'hud uh, on Mondays and Thursdays is also omitted. So we said that when somebody's in the house of a groom or in the house of a mourning, so then the minig is not to say tachnon. But what about once they leave? Says the Alter Rebbe, even after people have left the house of the groom or the house of mourning and have come home, they are not obligated to recite tachnon because its assigned time is immediately after Shemana Esrei. And once it has been dislodged from its fixed position, it is suspended entirely. This exemption also applies to reciting the supplications beginning with in these countries, where the, they are always recited before Nephilosapine, before one prostrates oneself. Now, in a Siddur, and this is following a directive of the Arizal, the Altarebbe prescribed that the, these supplications be recited after prostrating oneself, after Nephilosapine. However, the prevailing custom is not to recite these prayers after leaving the house of mourning. Though the recitation is obligatory, as stated in section 134, the obligation to recite them stems only from a custom. And in the above situation, people were exempted from reciting them at the time that doing so was normally obligatory, i.e. at the time at which they are customarily recited every day, which is immediately after Shemonesity, before prostrating oneself. Accordingly, Niftiru Kalayim, they are exempt for that entire day. Okay. On Rishchidesh, by contrast, when it is customary to refrain from reciting hollow in a house of mourning. And in the parentheses, Al-Tarebbe says every individual should recite hollow afterwards when he returns home. Um, alternatively, for fear that people will forget to recite hollow afterwards, it is customary in certain communities for the mourner to leave the room and for the others to recite hollow in his absence. This leniency is granted only when the deceased did not pass away in the mourner's home. Says the Pnei Baruch. Okay, so every individual, in this case, hollow is different than Tachnun. That, that, as we just stated, that when the uh, those people that were at the minion in the mourners' home go home, they should say hollow. Why? For the mitzvah of hollow applies throughout the day. Says the Gemara Megillah Davchaf, and its place in the prayer service is not fixed for immediately after Shemana Esrei. In other words, even though. Ordinarily, Halal is recited after Shemana Esrei. There is no intrinsic connection between the two prayers, as there is uh, by Tachn. Okay, Indeed, at certain times, it should be recited even before the morning Shemana Esrei. When we're talking about Halal, sometimes Allah says that it should be said even before Shachras, as we explain in section 422. So clearly, it's not intrinsically connected to Shemana Esrei. Okay. Now, the Magad Avram rules that when, just to explain, when um, hollow would be said even before uh, before davening, 
Now, the Magadvam says that when a person comes to Shul, when the minion is, has reached Halal, he came late and they're already saying Halal, he should join them, even though he has not yet recited Shemana Esrei. Uh, we should, however, point out that in practice, Hasidim endeavor to keep pace with the minion and join it in the recitation of Halal. If one arrived too late to recite Shachos together with the congregation, which is already about to recite Halal, instead of reciting Halal before having completed Shachos, one is advised to proceed at his own pace through Shachos and then to recite Halal individually at the proper juncture. As the author of Kafachaim writes, the saintly Arizal disapproved of the arguments that favor the recitation of prayers out of sequence, out of order. This approach underlies the directives given orally by the Rebbes of Chabad in their respective generations. Okay. Now, needless to say that, again, the recitation of Halal is not intrinsically connected to Shemana Esri, and therefore, when somebody gets home from base Al from Warner's home, he should say it at home. Needless to say, this applies after the recitation of Shemana Esri, for sure you can say Halal. In other words, not just, as we just pointed out, that it could be said even before Shemana Esri, but certainly afterwards, for the requirement to recite Halal continues throughout the day, even for one praying individually on and the only reason it's said after Shemana Esri is because, like it says, Zrizin, Makadim, and Mitzvahs, those who are eager hasten to observe the mitzvahs. This concludes today's shir.